0: All hair life in the real world. This is Jean Byrne. We are continuing our series with Lisa Faristad, owner and creative director of Cure Hair Solutions based in Marietta, Georgia. Today we'll be talking about toppers as well as the infamous bag of hair. Enjoy.
1: You know, we end up hitting that same dilemma that you hit with the fibers, right? It's how many... You know, panels. Do we have to put in to give you what you want? And we can get to the point we're kind of at max capacity, and it's just it can be overwhelming. It's limiting in what you can do with your hair. So we 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 sort of hit what I would call maybe a roadblock there, right? It's like okay, now what do we do next? And then we really started solving our issues from the top down. And for me, that is really my favorite way to work with hair replacement because we have the most control it's on the top of your head, not below the round of your head, anything below the round of your head, you have gravity, you have a lot of pulling. So anything with the beads, anything with the tapes, but on the top of our head. We have the least amount of tension and pressure that's going on your bio hair and your head. And quite honestly, I think it's the most comfortable way to wear hair, but we get into a little bit of an emotional thing when we put something on the top of our head and I really can't explain it, but it's, it's a thing. So it's hard for a lot of women to wear a top piece or to wear a bonded system, um, extensions in the halos. That's all pretty much accepted. You know, everybody knows Mm -hmm. about that. When we get into putting something on the top of our head, that's when I really started to feel like I, I'm onto something. I feel really good about this. And I think we started with uh, synthetic toppers, right? Yeah. And I feel you had a couple of those.
0: Yeah. So what's interesting too, just so everyone kind of understands what Lisa's doing during this whole time, as we're also experimenting, she is exploring every single option that is out there, right? So I would be in her nice. chair. So I remember being in the, I'd be, I'd be in her chair with the beads and then she's like, you know, I found another, you know, hair replacement possibility with these extensions. And I'm like, what? Now, mind you also during this time, Lisa is changing the name of her salon number of times. Oh, so I think I'm gonna change the name to this. She she loves new things, <laughs> but I, I do. so, yes. So it was like, okay, so, oh, well now let's try that. And I'll be like, okay. And then now let's try that. And so she just was exploring every single option that's out there. So there, so me going along that journey with you, I also know all the options. So we started the toppers, and, and you're right, even, it's the idea of the topper, for some reason, it is, oh, I don't know, and I also don't know why there's such a stigma to it. You're right, hair extensions, there's still a stigma on the fibers, I think, but there's not on the halos or the extensions, right? So those are more like accepted by the general, uh, you know, public, the what, hoi polloi, and I'm getting fancy with the Latin there, think is <laughs> Latin. The those are accepted, but then when you do get into the topper, it's like now what do we do, right? So you're right. We started. I started doing synthetics. Um, I think that was our first was the synthetic toppers, and there are some good things with the synthetics. Certainly, price point's really good on a synthetic. Right. So what do you, so Lisa? What do you think? What do you think are some positives on the synthetics and some of the opportunities with synthetic pieces?
1: All right. Positive is your financial your investment into the pieces is minimal Uh, the color will not fade on a synthetic piece Uh, you also cannot alter the color so that could maybe be a limitation for the artist or the wearer Uh, fortunately there's a wide range of colors including grays uh, for synthetic hair and gray can be really good for synthetic hair because it doesn't yellow uh, like human hair might so everything, I would say there's a little bit of a a pro and a con for me to be working with synthetic hair. I think one of the biggest downfalls, it's so shiny. And we are working with fibers that do not match when you're talking about growing hair. And then you're talking about a manufactured type fiber. I've always found it difficult to blend in the synthetic choppers with growing hair. And also you get something that's lovely called friction frizz. So if you have a longer piece and you're moving your head, that's friction. You're you're putting a jacket on, you're taking it off, that causes friction. So the ends of your piece can basically look like a broom. That's, you know, ready to be retired. And nobody wants hair looking like that. You can steam it out, but then all of a sudden you have all this maintenance. If you had a shorter piece, like you had a shorter hairstyle, anything above your shoulders, like maybe even a chin length bob and shorter, it could be a great place to start wearing hair. And that would be my thing. If you're just sort of dabbling in it and you're not sure, there's also some hacks to cut the shine. You can put a little bit of dry shampoo on it, that can help. But um, it's really not a product that I work with in my studio anymore. I used to in the beginning, because like you said, I mean, I was trying everything, which I think is good. And I wore one too, the very first thing I wore for myself was a synthetic topper. It was a bob. And I loved that. I love a bob, you know, I'm rocking you some long love a hair right now. I don't know how long it will last, but I do have some long hair right now.
0: Yeah. Let's be clear. Everybody listeners, she does love a bob. And so she has, she got this glorious long hair and I'm just so jealous. Like I want that to be my next piece. Right. It took only mere moments before she cut it. Like, so she was, like, working the full-on Barbie doll look, like Farrah Fawcett sexiness, (laughs) right? Looked amazing. Next thing I know, she sends me a picture of a bunch of hair on the ground because she's gone at it. So it's on its way to becoming a bob. So if you take a look at her on her Instagram, you'll see slowly but surely her hair will soon be a bob. But anyway, so you love that synthetic bob. I
1: love that synthetic bob. I don't know where she is anymore. I'd love to find her to just show people like, hey, look, this is where I started. But I want to say the biggest thing about that was for the first time, you know, we're talking about this Cotton Candy Club, right? I actually felt hair move when I turned my head, I felt something and I wasn't worried about somebody seeing through to my scalp. So it really gave me this feeling and this boost of confidence. And I am telling you, I wore that everywhere and it was not a good topper by any means. It, it really looked fake, but I guess I didn't care because what it, did for me, it really, it elevated my confidence. I was jumping back into yeah. photos. I wasn't having my hair Photoshopped anymore. There was a lot of things that it did for me, but I remember I, in my frenzy of taking class after class, I was also looking for studios and places to go and who could teach me who, where could I learn? Cause I just had this hunger, like what? And I just, I, I couldn't stop. I, I really, I don't think I ever will because I always think we can learn and we can get better at what we're doing. But I I went and shadowed at a studio in in Houston three days and I was just hair come off and go on. And I was talking to the clients and it was really an incredible, but at one point she said to me, if I'm going to be in this business, I have to wear better hair. You know, that was a little bit of a wake-up call for me to hear that, but she was right. You know, there were, there are other things that That we could wear. And there's also other qualities of synthetic hair. I almost, I'm just going to be honest, I almost had a Halloween topper. Like more costume is what I had. You were at Party City. Were you
0: at Party City doing out your hair?
1: Keeping it real. So, yes, that's pretty much what we're talking about. So, not to take away from somebody that has found a synthetic that has changed their life, then you, you rock that you rock, what works for you and what makes you feel good. But, um, yeah, so that, that was kind of my journey.
0: Well, and the little synthetic topper, that's where you can also do some fun color. Like right. if you want to wear a pink, go get a pink topper. Like, you yes. know,
1: um, Absolutely. But yeah,
0: I did the synthetic, I did the synthetic too. And I think the challenge, right. And when you talk a little bit about the different levels of synthetic, because if you don't have the right level of a synthetic, you can like, uh, melt it. (laughs) If you go to do any kind of heat styling on it, your hair (laughs) could melt. So you have to get like the heat resistant synthetic, you know, making
1: some cookies and you open the oven, you've melted your hair. (laughs) You gotta be, you gotta be, was that you? I never did that. I heard stories. (laughs) of things happening yet you know the thing about wearing hair is we want to stop being aware of our hair so when you're wearing something that all of a sudden you have to that could melt
0: or go on fire
1: yeah oh i can't open that stove or um i'm at a party in the winter with the outdoor heaters and it's i heard a story of a woman was standing under one and her hair just stood straight up and started melting down. I mean, this is, uh, I don't want, I really don't want to worry about my hair because I've worried about it enough too many years of my life and missed out on things. So for me, it's just not my personal choice. Like I said, there are heat defiant options. So which we can, you know, carry on and do things. You can actually put a flat iron on that hair. So that is something that you can change the style. You could have some versatility with it. Oh. I do want to say one, one other pro for a synthetic for people that are not really savvy with styling. Once that style is set in the, a synthetic piece, it's done. You don't have to do anything with it other than wash it, hang it upside down. It'll dry and you can put that right back on and it dries very quickly. So we don't want to, you know, completely rule that out, but um, that is an easier thing if you're not that talented. Inside. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. The synthetic can work really well. I always had a problem with two things with the synthetic. One was the shine, right? But also two for me was how it would sit. And you know how I'm obsessed with the hairline. Some reason when I would wear a topper, the my hairline and the topper, there would always be for me, I would always notice it. I was always very aware that I didn't feel like, and I, now it might be the artist in me, whatever, but I would always feel like it didn't look right. Like something was just off. Um, and when I, I remember I went to a wedding for a friend of mine and I was wearing a topper and even now I'll look at the pictures and it didn't really look bad, but I remember sitting at the table at the reception and feeling like people could look at it and tell, right? That something wasn't right on the hairline. Cause so I remember a girlfriend of mine kind of looked at the hairline And she had a quizzical look on her face, which made it gave me an alarm. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. this doesn't look exactly right. So I think if you do a topper bangs, I I mean, and we all know I don't like bangs, but bangs or a cut like that, that kind of and, and and. help blend on the hairline a little bit better
1: and what you are talking about or referring to as a transition so when you have that transition of if you have growing hair your bio hair then you have the start of the top piece or whatever you're wearing then there can sometimes be a break in that whether it's in density and or the shape of your hairline or something that's happening that can cause the eye to kind of pause. And that's what we want to avoid. We never want someone's eyes to travel up to that hairline because as a hair wearer, we're, we're hyper aware of that. Like when somebody's talking to us, looking at us, where's that eye going? And I always say to my clients, like, look, we have to keep those eyes moving. Like we, have to give them nothing to pause (laughs) nothing to
0: that's when you wear the that's when you you, if you're wearing hair just wear a very low v-neck so that you can show your ladies off and then it'll draw Mm -hmm. their attention away from your right (laughs) see
1: i i'd prefer the option of let you know let's blend that that transition right whether we have a little bit of a bang but then we have people that you know, they just don't want to bang. There's no way. Some people love them. So if you happen to be somebody who loves to wear bangs, then you can pretty much wear anything because it just sort of takes over and blends yeah. in perfectly. But really the thing that you didn't care for that took us years to figure out is you have more of a widow's peak for your hairline. Therefore, when we finally got into your bondable pieces, when you look at your system, we trace how your hairline grows. So we've essentially filled in and we're mirroring what, what your hair naturally does. And then all of a sudden we have this flawless transition that, you know, nobody can tell. So that is what I would say in our working together more, you know, the advanced stage when we find, when we progress to that stage. So
0: it was the graduate, it's the graduate level of hair replacement for the wearer and the, and the artist. Yes. The, uh, yeah, going going back to the toppers and the synthetic topper. So there are, is there really on a synthetic topper, the only way to wear it is with the clips or do people tape synthetic toppers or how is it, is it pretty much just standard with
1: clips? So I would say most toppers will come with clips underneath, but there's many different ways to wear the topper. So whether you have sensitivity to the clips, you may not even have a lot of hair in the front. So depending on the construction of the base or the underside of your top piece, there are um, tapes that you can use that you can just tape it right down to your scalp. Um, You can even use little pieces of Velcro instead of clips. I've introduced something new to my studio and it's a product that it's like a little, it's a pad that has that same kind of clear tension wire So it secures to the kind of around the the back part of your head. So it's held on there by tension, but it creates a like a surface or platform for the clips on your piece to clip into. So you're basically eliminating clipping into your own growing hair. I would say typically- Because there's a risk- Of breaking your hair. Is there a risk? Yeah. Yes, you can. Anytime you attach anything to your hair, you can accelerate something that's already happening. And always my number one thing is if something hurts, something is happening. So if you're wearing your top piece and it's clipped on and you have pain, you are potentially breaking hair. You're potentially causing what we call traction alopecia. Also, if you're wearing any type of a bonded system or beaded in your case, you know, if there's pain, you, that is a red flag and whoever you're working with needs to know. And if it's something that you can control, you can just readjust a clip, open it up, put it in a different place, put it back down to where it, it feels good. But yeah, there's many different ways to attach your top piece, but the, the most common would be clips. And then we would go into maybe a combination of a little bit of tape in the front clips in the back. Um, like I said, the Velcro Velcro is not that strong. So if somebody used Velcro, I would probably do a combination of some clips and some Velcro so that. I'm not worried about you and your hair falling off in public, because that would be another fear as wearers that we have. Will this stay on? So just making sure you have a really secure attachment.
0: So the thing is, guys, so if you at any point are reaching for an ice pack out of your freezer to put on your head, because there is pain, you do need to get a professional to look
1: at that. Make a call. Whoever you're working with, trust me, they want to know. (laughs) Please let them know. Please Reach out. (laughs) Please let them know this is our
0: so so the synthetics <laughs> this is not a good thing so the synthetics i do have some cute pictures of where i was wearing the synthetics and i i thought i look cute but once again the thing with the synthetics right so it comes it 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 is working from the top at that point like which is where you had kind of transitioned like okay let's let's deal with hair from the top down right let's use gravity for us but me as a user with a top piece once again what you can't do you can't do a ponytail, you can't really do a bun, especially if you're starting to lose um, hair on the sides. We did the synthetic, and I can't remember the human hair toppers. I know that you do work, I know that you now only work with real hair, uh, not synthetic. Mm -hmm. So do you remember, you know, your first steps into the human hair toppers that were, you know, either a, a clip, but not like what the systems now that you sell? I mean, do you, I don't really remember. I know we must've, I know I have some human hair toppers running around this house because I remember getting the head form and everything else. So that was, I don't know how long that, that stage actually lasted. I think it wasn't very long before you kind of found where you're at now, but
1: yeah, I remember actually the client who bought her first human hair toppers from me, it was a really small one would be considered a part line. So maybe they're five inches long by two inches wide. So mm-hmm. also a really good beginning step for early stages of hair loss. So if you're graduating away from the fibers, you might find yourself really happy with a small top piece because it's not overwhelming with hair um, as far as the amount of hair that you'd be putting on. But my client that purchased that first piece, she is still in human hair toppers. And as the years have gone on, her hair loss has progressed. So she's just in larger size of a base just to give her that coverage. Mm -hmm. But I think she's probably on her fifth top piece right now. And she's really kind of held in that zone because that works for her. Like that Mm -hmm. type of hair replacement is good for her. Yeah. I feel like you had a couple of those small pieces. I'm not sure if you had anything larger than a part line and we might have been playing around with the halo and the top piece i can't remember but you you had them
0: i think there was a point where i did a top piece and the extensions
1: i think you did but yeah yeah
0: yeah but at the part lines those part lines are really good for people who maybe their hair loss just kind of starts stops at a certain point like where you're where you're when you look at your part guys and you just see it starting to get wider and wider you know like a runway that's where a part line really could come in, especially if you don't have any challenges on the sides.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And for somebody that's in the beginning stages of hair loss, it's just, I see the relief when I try one on and they just can't believe how realistic they look. And You know, at some point we can get into the construction of top pieces and the different materials that are used and the different levels of what I would call believability or how realistic they look on you. So when you have a top piece that has a realistic-looking scalp and you can actually see a part or something that would look like a part, and you're not looking at mesh or knots or uh, I don't even know plastic. It it could be a whole bunch of different things. There's many different ways to make them, but that is really something I love to see. I love to see someone just sit up straighter in the chair instantly and they, they can't believe it. So, but yeah, you, you definitely have some, I, I may even have one of your top pieces somewhere as well in the studio. Not sure.
0: Yeah. Cause it's at some point, at some point we retired them like, li- like literally in this house, in my house, I have boxes of hair I can't be the only one <laughs> who's not a stylist oh. who has boxes of hair. I mean, I've seen the women who have got the wig walls uh, on social media, but I have boxes of hair that are just kind of put away because I don't wear them anymore. Well,
1: you know, it's a thing. We uh, we kind of refer to that as the, uh, the bag of hair and almost everybody has one. <laughs> I mean, I it's certainly do <laughs> and I cannot tell you the number of times I meet with someone for the first time and they bring their their hair in. And they could have $10,000, $20,000 worth of hair in there that over the years they purchased and this worked for me, but it no longer does, or this never matched the color. I'm trying to do this. I mean, it's really, and it could just be a combination of a lot of things like trying to buy things online. You, you, the color's not quite right, or the length isn't right. Or you didn't realize the scalp was this way or that way. So uh, you are not alone. I think almost everyone listening to this probably has at least three or four things that yeah maybe they've graduated out of or it just didn't work or you know I I certainly do
0: I was just thinking I should get like all my hair that's out and like put it all out and take pictures of it from the little hair scrunchie all the way to toppers so through this whole time right so now we're at like the human hair toppers and I know you still sell human hair toppers and I think I remember there was a point where I was in the shampoo bowl I wasn't in, in the shampoo bowl. I was laying to get my hair shampooed, let's be clear. But I remember you kind of, you were washing my hair and then you tell me about this new thing, because like I said before, everybody, she likes all the new things. So then she says, you <laughs> know, I found this, I found this new thing. Would you be interested? It would be bonded. And I was like, no, I was very like, no. Well, One, yeah, I felt what was, was your for me. Yeah,
1: the money. That was the thing.
0: It was it. Well, no, it was two things. It was the money, but it was also being bonded. Up until that point, the only bonding really was like the tape. That was, that was tape. Or I was wearing toppers with the clips. I was definitely not bonding. And so it was, I just remember being in that chair and and I was like, no, Lisa, no. And the idea of bonding was scary. It was really scary. And it was something I referenced before. It's like at, at the point, at the point that you bond, you kind of are at a certain place in your hair loss that you're like, okay, we're here now. This is where I live. And uh, so now I've got to do this resolution. So You, you now do bonded uh, human hair systems from a provider based out of Italy, we will not endorse one way or the other, obviously, at the end of this, we will share your Instagram and everything else, and people can find that but you, you are now in these bonded, you now do these bonded systems, and that was a big commitment for you too. I think I remember you telling me the story even when you went up to their, their booth, I guess at a hair show and you were just like,
1: wow. So why don't you
0: talk a little bit about how you discovered where you're at now? There
1: was a hair show in Atlanta that was happening and a colleague of mine asked me to go. And I almost didn't go because, you know, in my frenzy of just trying to take this class and that class, I I was really exhausted because I'd spent a lot of time, a lot of my own money finding things that I liked, but there was just something missing from, from everything. And at that point in time, I really couldn't describe to you what it was, but it was probably the. How realistic some of these things were looking. Like I thought, you know, eh, it's okay, but it could be better. But I didn't know enough to know what that could be. So I, I'm at this class. I, I decide to go, and all the different vendors are there giving their presentations. And here comes the Italian company. They give their presentation, and it's it like a switch went off for me. And I they had this beautiful video. They had interviews with their clients wearing this hair. They showed the process of how they were made. I could hardly sit in my chair. I was waiting for that next break so I could go up to their booth and ask them about it. And, you know, the presentation was over and I ran to their station and almost, I think I scared the woman who was representing the product because I (laughs) really came at her with a lot of enthusiasm, we'll say, and just asked her a whole bunch of questions. And then she directed me to someone else who actually was wearing the product. And I really connected with her. And she was, because she was wearing it, I was able to put my hands through her hair and feel it and ask her all these questions. And then I saw examples of it. And one of the biggest things for me was that I saw different textures. And that's really hard to mimic and create when you're factory producing it. Even though everything is human hair and it's the best quality, if you're trying to create curl, if somebody's already grown it naturally, you can't beat that. Like you just cannot get better than that. Once I saw this uh, product, I, at that point probably had several clients that were in toppers and maybe they could go into a bonded system, but I was really still seeing the majority of my business was bio hair. So I I just kind of start fishing around and asking questions. And I remember you were one of them that I explained this process to you. And your comment to me, you said, what is something about it's too expensive. No one will ever do it. And, um, right. And you have three. So the
0: the following week, you,
1: right. Well, and what I did, I, I thought this was, Maybe. it was pretty cool because I went and I spent some time at this, um, owner studio. And I really wanted to, she gave me space to really interview her clients and ask them about it. Like, what did you wear before? How is this different? Again, I got to see the product coming off and going on. How do you clean it? How do you take care of it? Um, and that was valuable information for me. And she actually designed one for me as well. So then I had one because one of my biggest things is if I won't wear it then, or I can't wear it, then how do I speak to you about it? How do I let you know, um, what is really happening when you bond a hair system or when you clip something on. So if it's not something that I wouldn't wear myself, then it's a product that I just, I wouldn't feel good about working with. So I came back and then I signed on with this company and I I will tell you, it could have been the 15th company that I'd signed on with. So it, it was quite a bit, you know, and
0: yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing I think, I think, I would want really people to understand is this is your calling. You've invested a lot of time and money just really trying to find what works for people. And I think that what you also try to do is you try to meet people where they are except for the fact that you only really work with real human hair, you do try to figure out if there are options available for people. And, and some people, you know, you know, and and certainly listening, I think, to this podcast, there might be things that work for, you know, you as a listener now that you're not ready for kind of the Italian company that Lisa's talking about. But it is that you know, you want to make sure whoever you're going to and whatever provider you're with, that they've invested time in their own education and their own study. And they really, really believe in this because it is, it is a commitment financially. It is a commitment time-wise. It's commitment education-wise. And I think Lisa, you know, one of the things, it's also a commitment emotionally, because I know that you've worked, you work with so many different people in their hair loss and they all have such stories. And some of the stories are much more, Mm Tragic than others, right? Some people are like me who just, oh, I'm losing some hair. Other people are dealing with really life changing events in their life, and and they they come to you at a, at a moment of vulnerability. So it is it is a calling. So you had done the Italian company, right? Here you yes. invested. Now this is like the 15th here we company. Are. <laughs> you now here at the Italian company. I'm sitting on the side. I'm sitting on the sides looking at you like over here again. Well, all and right, I think
1: company? remember I did that presentation. Um, so but when my hair system came in, I flew yes, the did. stylist down to help me do a presentation. At the time, I had this tiny little studio, right? And I think I packed maybe fifteen or twenty chairs in there. Yeah. And I invited, it, yes, pre-COVID yeah. everybody. What, what Pre-COVID. are pre-COVID? Yeah. So everybody's Pre-COVID. in there. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we got to be careful <laughs> with that one. Exactly. And breathing on I, each other. I decided to be vulnerable myself, you know, to sit in that chair in front of all of these women you did. with my bio hair. And I remember a client said to me she goes, "Oh, I'm surprised your hair looked like that because prior to that I was in top pieces." Like my clients had not seen my bio hair probably for 3 years at that point. Yeah. So, you know, just wearing a whatever product I had, I was just I I was wearing something. So here I am sitting there with my cotton candy hair and I had this beautiful system applied.
0: Thank you for listening in to Alt Hair Life in the Real World and our continuing conversation with Lisa Ferristad at Cura Hair Solutions. Hopefully you got some good nuggets. Next week, we'll dive a little deeper into the bonded systems that she and I were talking about right there at the end. We look forward to hearing from you and have a good rest of your week. Alt Hair Life.